romance, comedy, hip hop. Today's movie is Brown Sugar. Tagline, when did you first fall in love with hip hop? This is a movie that I watched on Disney Plus. It came out in 2002 and it's rated PG for language. Our director, Rick Famuyiwa, has done The Mandalorian as well as Dope. Our writer, Michael Elliott, has done Just Right and Carmen, a hip hopera. Now, I do want to say that I've seen Karma, Karma, Carmen, and I went searching, looking for this movie after um, doing the research because I totally forgot that movie existed, but I know that I enjoyed it and I can't find it anywhere. So, you know, if somebody sees it somewhere, let me know. And also, have you seen Carmen? Because it was not a, like, famous movie or anything, but I don't know. It almost seemed like a fever dream the way that I remember it. So I would like to see it again. Anyways, moving on back to Brown Sugar. Our main stars here start with Tay Diggs, my favorite, my first celebrity crush. Um, you may know him from Rent as well as Eddie. And then we have Sanaa Langton, who oh, lovely, another one. Um, who starred in Love and Basketball and Alien vs. Predator. We have Yasin Bey, who is more well-known as Most Def, um, from Italian Job and The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, both really good movies. Um, Queen Latifah from Chicago and Equalizer, the show. We have Nicole Ari Parker, who is in Boogie Nights and Empire. And we have Boris Kojo, who was in Resident Evil Afterlife and Station 19. Now, this is an all-star cast okay like i love all of these people i have seen them in multiple things and i was just so geeked to see them especially to see them in a movie in 2002 like this is that means it's an older movie because we are in 2024 this movie is over 20 years old can you believe that and they are looking just as good as ever and the acting was amazing our production companies are Searchlight Pictures, who also did Poor Things and All of Us Strangers. We have Heller High Water Productions, who did Bones and Dreamland. I also really like the name of that production company. And if you need me to repeat it, it's Heller High Water. If you know, you know. And then we have Magic Johnson Entertainment, who did Hair Show and The Magic Hour. Now, the description of this movie is as follows. Two best friends who've made it big in the hip-hop world and who support each other professionally choose other romantic partners before fully realizing they're really in love with each other. This is a fantastic description. This is exactly what the movie is about. And honestly, I was a bit nervous because I don't like when people choose the wrong people for them. Obviously, um, nobody likes that. But this was really good okay like I really enjoyed it and I think the movie also really showed a love of hip-hop because hip-hop was like the third you know you have the two main friends and then you have hip-hop like it's a third person in there and the way that hip-hop is talked about intertwined with this story I thought was done really well um this is like not my era of hip-hop and so it was really cool to like learn different things and it made me go and like look up the songs afterwards because I was like I want to hear that music I want to 
hear that music. I want to hear those songs and I want to feel what they felt when they were listening to it. So it was just really cool. But obviously, you know, one of the main things they talk about is it's never as good as seeing it in action. And yeah, like I just I just thought that was awesome. It made me feel like hip hop was really a part of this movie. And it wasn't just about them realizing that they're in love with each other. It actually made me think about when um, when I was all hanging out with my cousins and stuff, we were all like freestyling. And this is all like attempting to because none of us actually, re- well, one of us does, but whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I attempted and I sucked. And I, from that day on, I was always like, I just wish I could freestyle. I wouldn't even try to make a career out of it. I just want to do it. Okay. It's just very cool. So yeah, I thought that was awesome. So yes, the movie is amazing. I 100% recommend it. The ending was absolutely perfect. And did I need more? No. Do I love them? Absolutely. (laughs) I could watch them in anything and yeah, I'm ready to move on to the spoilers so we can talk about this movie in depth. So this part is a wrap. All right, y'all. After this break, it's time for the after party, aka spoilers. Hope to see you there. Welcome to the spoiler side. So obviously I have to start this off asking you. Do you remember the day you fell in love with hip hop? And yes, I really want to know. So if you're listening to this podcast, head on over to the socials right now and answer the question. (laughs) Let me know when you fell in love with hip hop and how it happened. I am so curious. Um, In the movie, we're watching Sid, Sydney and Dre get together for the first time as adults. And I was so giddy. Okay, like. Even though he was talking about proposing to somebody else, they just look so great together. And like, it's especially because, you know, in the movie, they're meant to be together. And they also have just really good chemistry. So I just really enjoyed seeing them on screen together. And they really look like they could be best friends. Okay, so like, even aside from the romantic aspect, like this is what I feel like it would be with two friends reuniting because you're just so happy they're back. Um, Also, having Queen Latifah as a best friend slash cousin would be amazing. I think it was just right where she was the sister of Paula Patton. And I just, I really like her in these roles, like where she gets to be that supportive friend who is there for you. She's awesome, okay? And so you're like watching the friendship of Sydney and Dre and it's just, it's so cute. Like he's calling her for everything and she's always there and she's calling him to talk through things and it just seems so fun. Like they're at a glass shop. She's shopping for her house. He and they're twerking. And I'm like, dude, like you're so goofy. And then he asked her, he invites her to an open mic night. And it's like, he did not even think about his fiance. He's just like, yo, my best friend is here who has the same passion that I have. She has to come with me. And it's like, everybody has that thing that they love that they wouldn't bring their spouse to because they're not as 
obsessed with it as they are and they would bring their best friend instead like once again this is just showing how their relationship could just be best friends and that's okay like it's totally legit um and i love it like i love how i feel like yes this is best friendship right here but also you can see hey like we actually are in love with each other and don't want to be apart and you know when they get into their other relationships that's when they really see oh i really don't want you to be with anybody else but i don't know if us being together is a good idea and so that just kind of puts a pause on everything so they go to this open mic night and in this scene i like there's like a an epiphany or whatever and it's like this is why you cannot work for somebody else your whole life because this dude did not sign Ren and Ten, the the hip hop Dalmatians being straight up fools in here. And even Sydney was like, we all sell out a little <laughs> in our careers. And I was just like, yeah, nobody wants that. You know, you want to get to that point and then be like, okay. I'm done. It's time for me to start my own thing because really there's enough out here for everybody. So when you get to that point, you should be able to do that. But yeah, working for somebody forever is not the move because you always realize that you and your boss are not going to be aligned all the time. Or maybe it's not your direct boss, but it's a boss that's higher than you. So yeah. That was like a, a little a life lesson in there too. And then this is the day before the wedding. He's supposed to be at his bachelor party and he comes over to talk to Sydney, you know, about the, about the hip hop thing. And so I was not expecting the cheating y'all. <laughs> like I was not expected them to start going at it and they didn't even go all the way. And he already done forgot what his fiance's name is. And I'm like, dude, this is a clear indication. You in love with your best friend. And I'm like, Sydney, you need to tell him. <laughs> leave his job. Leave his fiance. And I know it's easy to say them things, but it's not easy to do with it. And it's like, you could see him kind of calculating it in his head that he can't, you know, he already said he can't give up the money. And he loves Reese. Like, he doesn't want to give her up because he knows that she's a good woman but uh yeah I can't believe he actually went through with the wedding I thought that it was going to break them up or something I'm like no he does not have to go through a divorce to get with Sydney like the same figure so sure enough he gets married they go on their honeymoon they're gone for a while then when he comes back and then Dalmatian rappers come back he quits his job it has to be really empowering because he didn't want to work with them when he left he got his little vacation pay he's back and they immediately started with this crap and he's like you know what i'm walking out i can't do this and i was like yeah you go boy let's do this and of course the first person he tells is sydney and i'm not even mad at him for this because Telling your partner that you just walked out on your job the day after your honeymoon is a dangerous game, okay? He needed somebody to hype him up. I'm not faulting him for that. 
then he does tell well before he tells reese sydney writes him a check and i'm like yes this is real friendship like let's support each other let's do it right and then he went home to reese and told reese what happened and now you say oh i don't need you to call anybody because i just got money from sydney so one sydney gave you money to start up your company and two you told sydney first dude why would you do it like that like you're so dumb you're so blinded by this friendship that you're making just dumb decisions out here because i would not be telling reese that i would tell her the next day or something um yeah no because now reese is super jealous and that ain't right and i don't think i wrote it in my notes but when sydney and reese like we're at the gym together i'm like yeah reese is real real mad and i get it like she has every right to be but she has no right to be mad at sydney because sydney's not doing anything wrong she's just being a friend and dre is the one who is unreachable because of his friendship with sydney you know so anyways we're moving on to um sydney and kelby and they went on their little fancy date and he had shut down the restaurant and cooked for her. Why are you shutting down the restaurant to cook for me? You can cook for me at your house, I just want to say. Um, but also, why did he have to bring it up? Like, oh, I shut down the restaurant for you and I cooked for you, making it seem like, you know, you so good. You about to get some tonight. Like, no, that is no. That may be a part of your plan, but that doesn't mean that's what's going to happen. And you shouldn't assume it's going to happen because you shut down a restaurant. Anybody ask you to do that for me? And, um, I mean, they did end up going back to her house. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but I think it's funny that even though, uh, Sydney is dating and Dre is married, people still want them to be together. People still see them and they're like, yeah, like y'all are who is meant to be and they are avoiding it so now we're celebrating and oh this scene was the cringiest part of the movie to me because sydney gets engaged and but before that dre does a speech he does a speech and he is drunk and Tay Diggs acts this kind of drunk every single movie I've seen him in. And it makes me wonder, is he this type of drunk? And if he is, he needs to stay home. <laughs> he cannot do speeches and he needs to relax because it's like, you know how people say that you tell the truth when you're drunk, like, you know, things, whatever. I don't know how to phrase it, but you know what I'm trying to say. And so him talking about Sydney and how none of this would have been possible without her is like, yeah, it's true, but maybe you should throw in a good word for your wife too. <laughs> you know, just because she's there to support you, even though she's not actually supporting you. You know, just to just to not have an argument when you get home. He's like, nah, I'm gonna lay it all out here. Crazy. And then Kelby is uh Kelby and Reese ended up talking 
at the party after um man i'm forgetting my names after kelby and sydney got engaged kelby and sydney got engaged and dre is running around sydney like a little puppy like you know why are you doing this are you sure you should do this and hello like Sydney did the same thing for you when you got engaged. She was there to support you. She didn't tell you not to, even though she should have. And yeah, so she gets engaged. And the first thing you do is tell her she shouldn't be doing this, that it's not time and yada, yada, yada. Like, oh, so irritating. Like, you see how the tables have turned now that it's her getting engaged and not him. And... So then, yes, you got Kelby and Reese who are talking to each other, talking about their spouse and soon-to-be spouse and how their relationship is and how it's going to be hard for them to be in a relationship with them because of their friendship. But it's funny because you can see that there is chemistry between them, like between the actors, and they just, they look really good together. And I, I love the fact that they're actually married and they, you know, if you don't know, you can't see it in the movie. But if you do know, you're like, yeah, y'all look real compatible, <laughs> even in this one scene. So then my favorite part of the movie is him finding Reese on her date because he took Sydney with him. And, you know, they keep um, switching phones because they got the same exact phone. And she go and Dre goes to see Reese. And Reese is on a date. Reese don't have her ring on. And she is all cuddled up with this dude. And Dre comes over, has him and Sydney sit down, order some champagne, order some food, because they're about to celebrate his divorce. And I am so here for it. That's something I would probably do because I hate those scenes when they see or they think their partner is cheating on them or doing something they shouldn't be. And they just walk away and like give the silent treatment. Like, no, confront that right at the head because we need to know what was actually going on. And she, you know, she definitely was. And that's it. So now the tables have turned. Dre and Reese are getting a divorce. And um, Sydney is getting married. Um, but this time... Sydney and Dre slept together. And I'm like, you see how Sydney had enough respect for him and his marriage. So when they slipped up and kissed each other, she made it stop. And she was like, we cannot do this. You're about to get married. But he doesn't have the same respect for her and her relationship. Like that is, this is the ickiest part of the movie. Okay. Because why you are literally married and you moping around because she didn't choose you even though you should have chosen her first get over yourself okay so then Sydney and Kelby couldn't even make it because she couldn't fake it and so Dre you know had his little moment with her and was like we could you know we could do this without actually saying those words and she goes back to Dre but Dre is outside dancing with Reese because they was they just had a good time together but that that's it there's no more and she didn't confront him she didn't say anything so they went on about their lives and i don't know how much time had passed but 
it's been enough time to where they're doing different things and now Sydney is on the radio and they are putting his song from Brown Sugar Productions on the radio and so he's listening waiting for the song and um and as he's waiting for the song he hears that Sydney is on the radio and it was so like beautiful because he calls and he talks to her and he's like when did you fall in love with hip-hop and all this stuff that just makes you say like their part this is their scene in the movie they're about to get together and so they're talking and he's like he got his boy he racing to the radio station and they are telling each other when they first fall in love with each other and then he shows up and they have their moment and they're finally together and it is freaking beautiful i swear there was fireworks going on in the background okay um and then you have Cav, who's, you know, taxi driver, the rapper, you know, the guy. And Francine finally get together, you know, you know, get together enough to go on a date. And it's so cute. And oh, I just loved this movie, y'all. Like, this is going to be one of my feel-good movies. And I swear it's going to be even better this second time because I know exactly what's going to happen. And that's the most important part because... You're watching and you're like, oh my God, is something cringy going to happen? Or are they going to make a bad decision? And when you watch a movie a second time, you already know what's going to happen. And so it helps you enjoy the movie even more. So I can't wait to go watch it a second time. But let me know, what did you think of the movie? Did I forget anything in my talk through? Let me know. Well, we started with the info. End it with the spoilers, and you know the drill. If you don't believe me, then watch it. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share and rate it. If you want to discuss more, my links are in the show notes. Can't wait to talk to you about another movie next week.